from the get-go, I never, I honestly, and like he started to prove me wrong and I was actually getting excited about it, but I never liked Lawrence coming out of Clemson. Um, I I didn't like the transition to the NFL game and that pace of play. I didn't think that he was going to be anything special and he wasn't that first year, but again, we chalked that up to Urban Meyer um, and then, you know, the, the change in scheme with, with Dougie and then, you know, finally started to kind of come together. And then this year he's kind of, it's like a, a much quicker Jared Goff in LA when he started out real hot and then went to shit, went to Detroit. And now he's good. But I, I was never a fan of Trevor Lawrence. And now it, it's kind of like he's coming into his, his regular, what I expect from him. With Mark Davis, Chris Kamihart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz. Welcome to All About the Boss Podcast. I'm Mark Davis in the sack house, finally with a full fucking squad because Doc has returned. We are here to recap week 10. Chris Kamihart and Luke were also in the sack house. Chris, I'm going to start with you first. The New Orleans Saints, I know the feeling, just got Josh Dobbs. You know, the Falcons suffered that fate last week. So how are you feeling as Derek Carr, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore potentially out with key injuries and the fact that the Saints did lose to Josh Dobbs, America's hero, by the way? Hey, you know what? I'm not hurting too bad. Already fucking last when we did our little predictions, I already said that I could see the Vikings winning that game. The Saints defense loves to look make rookie quarterbacks look – not even rookie, but fucking these quarterbacks look like MVPs, so – He's pretty much Derek a Carr. quarterback. Let's be real. Derek, and dude, I'm I'm over defending Derek Carr. Man's fucking garbage. <laughs> Jameis, baby. You're not the first Saints fan though I heard this weekend say that uh just lose out to get to get rid of the whole fucking group, the whole coaching staff, everything. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna be the first one to say it. It's not not favoritism, not bias. I hope I hope we get Daniel Daniels. Jaden Daniels, you know? I hope we fucking get him. Yeah, potential Heisman winning quarterback. That's something that we're definitely going to talk about probably yeah. on Wednesday night. So, yeah, you guys but might Luke, be able to make the playoffs and still get him. Yeah, that's we, true. You could. Yeah, we, we <laughs> could have both. You're could. Still, still in the playoffs right now. I mean, he's he's projected a late first round, early second round pick. So, he'll be late. Yeah, Luke, I'm going to move on to you. We're going to save Doc for last out of the four of us because. Big weekend for him. But, Luke, I'm going to move on to you. The Baltimore Ravens, they were up 31-17 with 8.57 left of the game. And the defense and Lamar Jackson collapsed. Big game two of the Cleveland Browns. Now they're half a game back along with the Pittsburgh Steelers. How are you feeling coming off a tough weekend as you're about to face the Cincinnati Bengals at home as well? Yeah, I mean, a tough loss. I mean, always sucks losing divisional games. So, But, you know, split with the Browns. I mean, you guys all projected us. We split every game. So, split there. Uh, we Short week to come off of, so I hope we can right the wrong this week against the Bengals at home. I might buy a Bengals jersey just for the show next week if they win. Yeah, you should buy Jamar Chase. He's on your dynasty team. Might as well, <laughs> might as well own one now. He's there with you for life, yeah. unless you trade him. Yeah. But I'm going to go next because I said we're saving Doc for last. The Falcons, uh, they shit the bed. Taylor Heineke, Desmond Ritter, doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They both are fucking trash. Heineke was dog shit, and the Ritter actually did better than when he came in just for the fucking couple drives he was there. So um, still don't know who the quarterback's going to be after the bye week. They said that Arthur Smith's not going to get fired anytime soon. I think that's because it's going to happen in January, not in November. But hopefully, like Chris said, we lose out, get rid of the coach, and get a 
coach that's competent and a quarterback that's competent and that can mm. actually use Bijan, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts to their fullest. Mm. Hey, they were using Bijan. They Pump were using Bijan. I, I well, fucking Indo, why he he sat out from the start of the game and nobody reported nothing. There is a reason he, that he, our he, punt, he was our punt returner. Our punt returner was not active this past week, so Scotty Miller got some looks, and so did Bijan. So it's not like that. They just said, "Fuck it, throw Bijan back there." I mean, like Luke said, Ed Reed, you should do it. Why, why not put some guys that make plays? I mean, I, I get yeah. it. I understand. Arthur Arthur Smith was hoping that Bijan go back there and fucking get hurt and have a season-ending injury, yes. so they <laughs> didn't have to was. fucking use them. Hey, he used them a lot. He, he, had, the, he had the most touches of uh, the whole team last week, so. It was past weekend, but Doc, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna move on to you now because you're the only guy, and probably this is the only time you're gonna hear it. The Chicago Bears are the only team of ours to win for the week. They start off Amazon Prime week with a win over the Carolina Panthers, who have the first pick, which means the Bears do, and the Falcons lost. So now they're moving closer and closer with the Cardinals winning. So, Doc, how are you feeling? As it was a win-win for you this weekend. Fucking great! I got the quadfecta this week. Okay, because there was one game. I wanted the Bears to win all year, and it was the Panthers, so the Panthers could stay at the bottom of the barrel to get us that first pick. The Ravens lost on a comeback. You can't fucking beat that. And I swept Luke in both fantasy leagues. I went 4-0 this week. And Florida I State. 4-0. I went 0-30 in my, in my uh, FanDuel, Jesus. but I went 4-0 <laughs> outside of that. Well, yeah, you were definitely um... – you were definitely happy the Ravens won. The The chat was pretty electric last night. The uh, Ravens what? So. The, the Ravens, Ravens what? Lo- I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, the Ravens lost. Yeah, you very, fix yourself. You were very, very electric. Uh, a lot of electricity was there. Don't, don't even understand the Ravens hate. They're, they're not even in the same conference. They, you know <laughs> it what? It doesn't make sense. I'm going to take – I'm, I'm going I'm to say one for the betting. I'm going to say one for the bet. You fucking hate. I'm going to say one for the bet, okay, because it honestly – it fucking pissed me off. I needed one reception from Andrews to hit the parlay. And what does Lamar Jackson do with Andrews wide open, eight yards up the field? He runs the ball for a yard. So that's just that's just the fucking icebreaker. But aside from that, I mean, Lamar is just overrated, dude. I don't even hate the Ravens. I don't hate the Ravens. I hate Lamar. Lamar is overrated. He's dog shit. Y'all need to move on. Well, I mean, I don't sure. think they're gonna move on anytime soon. They just they just did pay him pretty good money, so I think that well, that how much is he getting up. paid per fumble? Not much because he does a lot. Well, he only has two lost fumbles. So I saw that Shannon Sharp video, like when you when we show it to uh, in our chat, Luke. He does have five fumbles, but only two of them are lost. So technically, it's seven turnovers, not ten. I don't know where Shannon Sharp yeah. was talking. Other about. people, other people are fuck on the Ravens are good and can can hold on to the football. Lamar cannot. Well, We'll be talking about the Ravens very shortly after we talk about the San Francisco 49ers boys because open floor, like this is open floor, shoot fucking free. Are the 49ers fucking back after their three game losing streak coming out of the bye week? Chase Young looked phenomenal with Nick Bosa and that defensive line. They had four guys with four pressures, and the offense was in full force with Trent Williams and Debo Samuel back. Well, I mean, defense obviously looked fucking solid, but let's be real, they played Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Like, how much. How much credit can you really give him? But I think the the biggest question right now is in Brock Purdy. I mean, Brock is – he's had a lot of questionable moments in the last four weeks, and I think, uh, you know, that's – is Brock really what San Francisco thought that he was going to be? Is he really stepping up to the plate? Is he the guy that can that can lead this team to victory? And I'm not sure that he can. 
Well, with the healthy lineup, I think it helps. Like we saw Debo and, and Trent Williams, probably the, the heartbeats of that team on the offense. We saw them. They actually lead the team out to, out of the tunnel, which that's usually like their, their two leaders are, those two. You see Trent Williams when he's there, he's protecting Brock Purdy. Yeah, I know Brock had a questionable touchdown again with IU. Just threw it up for grabs. Even Shanahan said it. But he did look good, and that's all it needs to be. Just He just needs to be a good quarterback. Doesn't have to be great. Just play good, get Chris McCaffrey involved, which he did. Didn't get a touchdown, but he still had 95 yards on 16 carries, and he had some catches. So It was a big day. It was a big yeah. day, and I would hope that I would hope that he can do something with those weapons. I mean, honestly, you could put Zach Wilson in that lineup, and he might actually be a quarterback. You know what I mean? No, no probably not. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's – what am I thinking? That's, that's Justin, not true. To be honest, though, I think Justin Fields in this offense would thrive. Like, I, I know – like that's no shot at Fields. I think Fields would fit this offense pretty well. I, I think that with the style that Shanahan runs, a quarterback at that type of ability can. That's that West Coast scheme. Yeah, that's Shanahan. But I think that it's still Chris, the Eagles, and the the Niners. I think the Lions and the Cowboys, they're right there behind them. They're breathing oh. down their necks a little bit. But it's still a Philadelphia and Niners show. And I think now the Niners are proving that they might be back. Like, they might not win out the rest of the season. But, man, Nick Bosa's going to have a lot of pressure taken off of him with Chase Young back there. Because Chase Young looked fucking phenomenal with this Niners line. Yeah, no, the line looked amazing with Chase Young with Bosa on the other side. I mean, Christian McCaffrey even said that he sucked this game. So to come out and score. have a yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Doc already hit it. I mean, Brock Purdy came out slinging the ball, nineteen for twenty six, almost three hundred yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, this is what Brock Purdy was last year. So. Now I just want to see the 49ers stay consistent. They came off a bye yes. week. They came off the bye week with um, coming to the Jags. So let's see if the Niners can keep this going, especially the defense. No, you nailed it, dude. The consistency is the key. And that's that's a problem that we've been seeing from Brock the last few weeks is the consistency. And we need to see him step up and, and keep that, maintain that level of, of leadership on this team and be able to carry him. And a huge game from fucking Kittle. I mean, Kittle's been quiet pretty much all season. Nice to come see him out. back, right? I mean, only only three receptions, but fucking 116 yards big, and a touchdown. Big yards. <laughs> big yards. Yeah. Dude, that, that, that guy was hitting the shuffle from the 20-yard line, too. There's no one near him on that long yeah, he, touchdown. He was talking shit about, like, the, the coach kind of roast him for walking into the end zone. So it was probably the last time he was going to do that. So, yeah, but, he had a big game. Yeah, I mean, he had a huge game. The whole team did it, and... and it's, there's a test. There's two tests coming up. Well, actually, three tests coming up after the Bucks. Eh, decent defense, but they will have the Seahawks on Thanksgiving night, and they will have to go to Philly and then play the Seahawks again. So, three of the next four, pretty big tests yeah. for the the Niners to see if they're actually legit back. Yeah. The, the Chase Young and Nick Bosa duo look pretty nasty in the backfield too. It's it pretty much a race to see who can get the quarterback faster. What it looked like is that is that what playing on the defensive line is, Luke? Is that is that what that's about, John Madden? A race to the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it was. That's what it looked like. And I like it. I like the observation. The pre- yeah. And so, like, so adding Chase Young, too, by the way, boys. So their their pressure to sack rate this past weekend was 45.5%. So nearly 50%. If you just get a pressure, you're getting the QB down. So they were fucking balling. I think Chase Young, I mean, if I'm the Niners, I'm signing them. I don't give a shit. No, obviously not max deal, but you try and get him to stay in San Francisco because him, Nick Bosa, and Armstead – fucking would be monsters fred warner and then i, I can't pronounce the safety's name little like young troy palomalu out there they were fucking balling this weekend and the offense looked good too that's what i want to see the defense i, I figure is gonna be back with chase young but the offense 
they looked good. I think Trent Williams and uh, Debo Samuel are going to be the keys for this offense success, essentially. Yeah, and I mean, like, on the flip side of the ball, I think the defense played great, but Trevor Lawrence probably played one of his worst fucking games of his career. Oh, dude, so how Trevor, T-Law T- T- Law was the best player on the Niners team, dude. Well, how do we feel about Trevor Lawrence? Because, like, I mean, I understand he's been in since, what, 2020? So the first year with well, 2021. Was it 20, no, it was, ooh, was it 2021? No, it was 2021 because 2020 was Burrow. So 2021 was when Trevor Lawrence came in. Yeah, we gave him their my excuse. He get, he did have Dougie P last year, and now he's got Dougie P this year. And he just hasn't looked that great this year. He, You know, and I was saying, like, a lot of the quarterbacks since the 2020, like, first rounders that we had high expectations for, really only C.J. Stroud. I guess you can throw Herbert in there, but Herbert's a little inconsistent as well. Really only C.J. Stroud has been decent. And, and Burrow, I'm sorry, and Burrow. Burrow and C.J. Stroud are the only two that have actually clicked. So I, I don't know. I'm getting, like, a bad vibe off Trevor Lawrence, honestly. In these three years he's been playing. Yeah, no, I mean, this, we were giving him like an okay pass on the first year. Like you said, Mark, Urban Meyer, second year, new coach, new offensive coordinator, trying to get things right. This was supposed to be his big year, his second year in the scheme. And he just, I mean, yeah, they went on a five game winning streak. He looked decent. He looked like a game manager. But I mean, yes, or Sunday just looked fucking horrible. Wait, yeah. what were you? What were you talking about? Twenty twenty quarterbacks and so, CJ Stroud. So, so since so since twenty twenty, all like the high like highly like ranked QBs coming into like first round. So like twenty twenty, that was the year of Joe Burrow, two and Herbert. So okay. Burrow, so Burrow oh, looked great. Were, yeah, yeah. No, I no. I'm saying, saying all, all like the, all the young backs drafted well, in twenty twenty. I was no, like, no, no, wait, no. what? Okay. So I, I like her. I like Herbert, but Herbert's been too inconsistent <laughs> with me. I get the defenses let up too, but he has not shown up in the big moments when it needs to be. So. The difference for really- me, though, is I think I think Herbert has the ability. From from the get go, I never, I honestly, and like he started to prove me wrong, and I was actually getting excited about it. But I never liked Lawrence coming out of Clemson. Um, I I didn't like the transition to the NFL game and that pace of play. I didn't think that he was going to be anything special, and he wasn't that first year. But again, we chalked that up to Urban Meyer. Um, and then, you know, the, the change in scheme with, with Dougie and then, you know, finally started to kind of come together. And then this year he's kind of – it's like a, a much quicker Jared Goff in L.A. when he started out real hot and then went to shit, went to Detroit, and now he's good. But I I was never a fan of Trevor Lawrence, and now it, it's kind of like he's coming into his, his regular what I expect from him. And he he's got weapons out. Well, he better ball out soon because he's coming up for a payday. And Jacksonville's not going to He's got fall. weapons. I mean, There's he's... no reason. There's no reason you're not – I mean, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, I know Calvin Ridley's coming back from an off year, but if you've got him at number one, he obviously did something to impress you. Christian Kirk's a great receiver. you got ETN in the backfield. You can't find a way to make plays happen. Ridley had two receptions in yesterday's game. The Niners have a fantastic defense, one of the top in the league. But you can't find Ridley more than twice in the game? It ain't because Ridley ain't getting open. He's not even looking his way, honestly. Like that's what I'm that's saying. Have, like, yeah. and and that's the problem is is the the decision making and the and the awareness with Lawrence this year. Like, this is a night and day from what we saw last year. Was a huge step forward for Lawrence and a huge improvement. And and this year has been such a night and day difference, like such a regression. Like, this guy needs to go back to Clemson for a year, rejuvenate, and then and then try this shit again. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, the Jags have like 
they have to start figuring it out because they still have a tough schedule, and Houston's just creeping on their heels trying to get that uh, division win. So, I mean, Houston's winning games. Jags are losing or just barely winning games. So, I mean. But they're barely winning against that, weak but... opponents. Well, Houston also beat Jacksonville, too, earlier this year, Luke, in week two. Back when, you know, Jacksonville came off that, that week one win uh, against mm-hmm. the Colts. And then, you know, Houston, we didn't think Houston was going to win many games this year. But they came out and C.J. Stroud did win his first game against the Jaguars. Bro, give C.J. the MVP. We're going to talk about that. That's coming up on a reaction and when we do our little midseason um, kind of review. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll keep on. I'm glad Chris, by the way, too, took Trevor Lawrence in Dynasty. I'm glad he wasted a first-round pick on him right now because he might he might be playing for a Should've job uh, after his fifth-year option. I almost Should've went for him, yeah. too. I, I, I was – me and Chris well, were in talks. Me and Chris were in talks about giving up my first rounder for him, and then he wanted more. And I was like, "You ain't, you, you didn't even give that much. I ain't giving. <laughs> oh, I, I ain't giving I more than get, what you paid, especially when he's on a downtrend." I tried getting him from from whoever had him originally, and Chris got the first like fucking like, as soon as like like not even thirty minutes later, it was accepted. I'm like, "Damn, dude, I thought I sent a good offer." But hey, I'm glad. I'm glad that I think it was Daddy Aaron. I'm glad Daddy Aaron gave him up to Chris. Um, best thing that happened. Hey, Don't have to waste my first pick is. My first pick is still available for for a quarterback like uh, Herbert. No, uh, Luke, yeah, Luke. <laughs> Her, Herbert's I, been playing. I think yeah. I think Herbert's been playing great. I agree. That's yeah, why he, I'm willing to go for him. Not T Law. Sorry, Chris. Not, not T Law. I think Herbert plays. I mean, I'm willing to do yeah. it first for Herbert. Let me rephrase take it. First. Oh yeah, it's gonna take a lot. I think Herbert's playing great. <laughs> I think he shrinks in big moments. That's my thing with Herbert. Is he shrinks in when the, the the moments on him, the shining light is all on him. He chokes a lot. Now there are Out, times where he has standing, yeah, but outstanding Kellen fantasy quarterback. Ma- Kellen Moore well, still doing magic Moore. for that offense. Well, even before Kellen Moore, like he was fucking like I mean, I he had a great, he great year last year. Yeah, but he struck. Well, he but said- he also blew a twenty-seven-zero lead. So like that's on the defense too, but it's also on you. You you stop scoring. You could, you could score a field goal the rest of the way. Wasn't in the Super Bowl though. Yeah, but still, 27-0 is still a lot of points. I don't give a shit Super Bowl or not. I, everyone's that, watching that was, you. Also, yeah, I know. That was 28 I'm giving you shit. 25 points. I'm giving you shit. Just giving you shit. Just giving you shit. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it is Falcons what it is. Falcons on the board. You're right. Well, we, we sucked the second half. I'm not going to disagree with that. Matt, Matt Ryan and the well, coaching was my main thing. But Herbert did not look good at all, like, against the Jaguars. And the Jaguars are the Jaguars. They weren't fucking the New England Patriots. So, let's calm down a little bit on that one, too. But speaking of, um, well, we talked about the, the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, before we do it, I, will, I do want to give a big shout to Daddy Aaron. I got to step away. Not, not because of the Cleveland Browns winning against the Ravens. That was awesome for him. You know, I know he's a long brown, long diehard Browns fan. He deserves some, some good moments. But he did beat Ali this weekend in fucking Dynasty, which gave me the one seed because I beat the other guy. I was tied with Franco. So thank you, Daddy Aaron. Thank you for fucking not giving up on the season. Boys, Dynasty's getting very fucking live, and so so is AFC North. So how do we feel? Ten weeks in, the Steelers and the Bengals, or Steelers and the Browns, half a game behind the Ravens. The Bengals fucked up and kind of cost themselves. So how are we feeling about probably the most competitive division right now in football? I mean, the whole division is above five hundred, and the Bengals can absolutely still make a comeback. Um, I am wholeheartedly expecting. Uh, the walls to just come down in Baltimore and fall to the cellar and hit last place because um, the Ravens are going to do what the Ravens do and, and shit the bed. But um, 
Honestly, I, I don't know. I, I think the, the Browns are a fantastic team. The Browns, they have a lot of weapons on offense. The defense is, in my opinion, if not the first or second best defense in the league. Um, the Browns can actually make absolutely make the push. Deshaun Watson just got to get his shit together and, and get that consistency. Second half, Deshaun Watson looked like old Deshaun Watson. Now, first half and was another story. Second half was And great. mind you, they're playing this way without Nick Chubb. Yeah, and I think the Browns are playing too. great football. If they had Nick Chubb, man, this would I think the door would be a lot easier or the, the door would be open a lot more for Deshaun Watson. But Watson did look comfortable. He was running the ball. He was slinging the ball. He had no incompletions, 14 of 14 in the second half. I know that that hurts you, Luke, a little bit. But this is a tough division, like you said. So a lot of good teams here. All four teams, winning record. Yeah, I mean, the AFC North close every year. Every game we usually play is pretty close. The Ravens got the, the edge on the last game without Deshaun Watson. But, I mean, Looked like the second half, they, they adjusted better than the Ravens and ended up getting the win. I mean, the one tip pass by Lamar really really edged it off at the end. But, yeah, sucks to see it happen. But split yeah, the Browns. I mean, we're still – I mean, yeah, I mean, a tip pass for – Yeah, not, not ignoring Andrews, acting like he doesn't exist. <laughs> well, all four teams, too, play each other this week, too. So, that's – it's going to be – AFC North is going to be some physical football this weekend. Thursday night's going to be great, too. Like, obviously, Bengals, no no, no T. Higgins, probably no Marlon Humphrey. So, but Pittsburgh and Cleveland's going to be nasty, I think, too, in the dog pound. Yeah, big week for that division for sure. I mean, I the only the only team I see maybe taking a downfall is the Steelers. I I still don't know how the fuck they have a winning record right now. For <laughs> really, just I literally was, I was just about to say that edging these fucking games out. But I mean, hey, I was rooting for them this week. I was hoping that they were going to win, and they pulled it off. I mean, you're Mark's sweating, didn't. weren't you? You were fucking sweating. I mean, that fucking uh, backwards pass that was ruled a forward pass. Bless up. For that By the way, that sure. that was a that was a backwards pass. No, it definitely a hundred percent was a hundred percent. No was. shit. Then, I think my biggest surprise of the year, good or bad, and, and this is hard because the Texans are playing really well. But I think my biggest surprise, good or bad, is is Pittsburgh being six and three. Well, I had them twelve and five to start the season, but not this way. I thought the but then when you watch the first shit. couple games, you're like, I fucked up. I made I made a grave mistake. But then I remember I got Mike Tomlin as coach of the year, and that's oh what he is. Oh my god, dude! He's atrocious. Well, I have a I have a different name when we do midseason review. I'll kind of tease it. Kevin O'Connell is my coach of the year at the moment with Josh Dobbs, and they're in the playoffs right now at um, six and four. That's pretty good. And five game winning streak without Justin Jefferson. That's good coaching. Didn't they start out one and three or zero oh and four. They start off one in. They start off one in. Four and now they've won five in a row without JJ, arguably the best receiver in football. No Kirk Cousins the last two weeks with Josh Dobbs and they started well, Jaron Hall. Yeah, missing JJ is a big deal, but I mean, fucking Addison has been. Well, yeah, he's been good. I'm not, absolutely I'm not lights out. Even with JJ playing, Addison was amazing. Osborne has been stepping up. You got Hawkinson. You know, I mean, you got you got the fucking game. the Minnesota Mark Andrews. You know what I mean? So it's easy to put but, up points. But the AFC North, though, boys, I, I, all eyes are on it, and I'm saying watch out for the Browns, like Doc said. I think my kind of like a low-key reaction, I, I would have had it for sure if Buffalo maybe would have won today. I kind of had the Bengals missing the playoffs this year. They do have a pretty de- decent schedule in, in the season. So 
I had them maybe missing out like 10 and seven and AFC kind of having, yeah. But now the Bills lost. I'm kind of flipping that. I think Luke's right with his bowl prediction earlier in the year. The Bills missing the playoffs. I think that's now where I'm leaning in the Bengals sneak in with the bank, with the Bills kind of fucking up. I want to, yeah, I mean, I want to start with, I, oh, go ahead, Luke. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I still see at least three, three of the four teams making the playoffs from the AFC North, if not all four. I mean, it's still very possible. I mean, Steelers going to edge out their wins either way. And, uh, I don't really see the other teams really falling off. Besides, maybe the Bengals falling off a little more. I mean, I, Bengals have been just hot, hot and cold. Like, I don't well, know Texas, they, I think, they just kind of look, the Bengals, just kind of look though, off because like they hit the one big play to uh, Chase, but other than that, their offense was kind of kind of flat. Like they ran the ball well. That's probably the best they ran the ball all season. But there's just some something was flat about the offense for the majority of the game, and it let CJ Stroud do his thing. It's going to be hard, though, for all four to get in if the Texans stay afloat. Because the well, Texans yeah, we got to beat each Pittsburgh. other up a little more, too. Well, the Texans beat Pittsburgh, and they beat Cincinnati. So they did lose to you guys, but they have to play Cleveland. So right now they have tiebreaker of two of the four teams. Yeah. So that can come down to that. The, the Bengals, though. Think at least three make it. Yeah, I agree. I think three make it. The Bengals, like this was a regress week for the Bengals. But overall, I mean, the Bengals had probably one of the worst starts with the team that they've got that I've seen in recent history and, but the Bengals have consistently getting better every single week. So besides last week, they kind of, that's what I'm saying. Last week was, yeah, it was a regress week. It was one, one off week compared, you know, you call that an off week with how they've been playing the last few weeks. So I think that they can still absolutely continue to rise. I think if I'm looking at this division, it's, it's the Steelers that are the ones falling out because I think that the division is going to catch up with them. Um, the defense is going to get tired because the offense ain't doing shit. It's going to start to wear on them, and I think that uh, that fatigue is going to set in, and they're going to be the team that falls. I mean, the next two weeks are big for the Bengals, and we'll. I mean, that this pretty much we'll see if they make the playoffs or not. I mean, Baltimore coming up, and then they play the Steelers. So, I mean, these are the two must wins for the Bengals if they even want a chance to make it into the playoffs. The problem, though, is the Steelers have a pretty good schedule. I mean, yeah, they played the Browns coming up in the Bengals, like you said, but we've seen the Steelers. It's a division game, so you never know. But then they still play the Cardinals and the Patriots and the Colts those three weeks in a row. So they have potentially three wins there, and then, yeah. <laughs> going to edge some out. Mike, Mike Tomlin is going to – he's going to figure out a way to get a winning record. No, Gardner Minshew's going to take him. He just needs three, he just needs gonna... three more wins. <laughs> just three more. But no, yeah, I'm a Jets man. Personally, I'm hoping for for the Steelers, Browns, and Bengals to make the playoffs. You know, um, honestly, I hope the Ravens do. I just hope Lamar's sitting out for it, and you know, they release him right before they win the Super Bowl. Lamar's not taking many hits this year. Like he, he, I mean, t- technically, he never, never does. But he's, he's taking a hit now. in my fucking wallet, Mark. He's taking a hit in my wallet. Like Luke right, says, maybe stop you learn not to bet on him. Yeah, stop betting on him. Then the one time I took Lamar for twenty-five rush yards, he gets one, one fucking yard. Well, this week he only had one this week. The next week? No, no, no. The, I took him a few weeks ago. You know what he did the next week? He rushed for like ninety-six, and I didn't take him because I was like, he had one last week. Fuck that guy. And then he gets yeah. ninety-six. But no, they. I want to revisit the... something though. I want to revisit oh, something I, real quick. I, I think he actually liked Lamar if he bet on him so much. Like he's living in your head. You know, it's like you, <laughs> you just it's you every expect, week you bet on him every week. 
You expect players to do just the simplest of things, like the like Lamar for two hundred plus oh. against the, the Panthers, and he just can't oh. do it. You know, well, Lamar said it last week. He doesn't give a fuck about your fantasy. Yep. No, he made that evidently clear. Yeah. Or your yeah, money. Painfully no. clear. Or your money. Yeah, he he doesn't care about your money. So. Yep. No, that's obvious. Would you want to revisit though, real quick? Yeah. I want to revisit because you because we talked in the in the in the beginning of the season or before the season started about uh, records, right? And we how many of you guys said that the Cardinals were going zero and seventeen? I had one win. Oh, I did. Yeah, I, I had, had, had zero seventeen. I had a couple more than one win. Chris did say that he, they were not going to go uh, winless. I, I had zero. Yeah, okay. Luke had two teams zero and seventeen. I thought Luke okay. I, thought, I, I remember. I, I know, Panthers, yeah, too. I remember Luke saying. I remember Luke saying. I thought two of you had zero and seventeen, but I just want to say the Panthers. Nobody thought the Panthers were going to finish bottom of the fucking league, and the I Bears had, are about to get that number one pick, baby. Let's I go. Had, I had them towards the bottom. I had like what? four wins for the Browns. I, I had you know zero. What? I had the Panthers with zero wins. Yeah, so so Luke believed that he's a coin flip on who gets yeah. the first pick. <laughs> I, I had no. him with zero. Wins. Oh, I think I think I had him at zero too. I think I had him at zero too. Yeah, you did that, but I am just yeah. I am just fucking beyond excited to watch the Bears waste a first overall pick on somebody like Caleb Williams. I, oh, I love and it just that you fucking blow the next four years. I love your Rizlo take. You're like, yeah, we got two fucking picks in the top five. I'm like, you're just gonna waste them anyways. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Honestly, who gives a shit? <laughs> no, no shit. What we need to do is is trade one of those down to get a receiver. And then, you know, we obviously swap, pick up another first round for next year, use the the second first round that we swap, take that for an offensive lineman or a defensive player. And then and honestly, trade the trade the higher pick if we can still get a good receiver. Like if we have two and four, you can still get a receiver at four. So trade the higher pick. It may not be Marvin Harrison, but we can still get a receiver yeah. at four. Trade the trade the two to get, you know, to do a swap and uh, an early swap, you know, not we're not dropping out of the top ten. And then get a first round pick for next year, and just continue to set ourselves up. We still get a receiver, still get a bona fide receiver. Get you a dog on offense or the defense, uh, offensive line or the or anywhere on the defense because our fucking defense is Swiss cheese. And then and then draft defense the rest of the draft, and we're good to go. I honestly, I don't think we need a quarterback this year. I'm not like there are good quarterbacks this year, but I am not truly sold on right now. Anybody in NC2A being a like generational game changing quarterback. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm not saying they can't help a team. I just don't think you're drafting like a Peyton Manning this year. Well, right, right now, Doc, you guys are one in five. So just mind that right now. So you guys have the first and fifth pick at the moment. So we'll see what happens. There. I would well, trade one. I, I think the Bears just need to one. figure out the coaching situation. I think Fields could be the guy, but I, I don't think the coaches need the right fit for him. They're not using them the right the, way. The yeah. OC has been so disappointing. Yeah. Like I had so much hope out. for him coming in from Rogers and Rogers, like attributed his success to LaFleur. And, and this is where we're at. And very, I just don't get it. Very different quarterback style though. No, I, I agree. hundred percent, hundred percent, but still the game calling the playbook, everything else. Like we're not like different quarterback styles, but the problem is when you got, Rogers taking shots up the field. It's like the play calling for Fields was that they were refusing to even let the man try. Like all the plays in the first in the first six weeks were drawn up, or first five weeks, whatever, until we played the Commanders were drawn up passes in the flat, checkdowns. Like they were designed checkdowns and designed. And 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 then as soon as the pocket breaks down, begins to break down. Not even breaks down, begins to break down. Justin Fields is fucking tunnel vision. 
heading for that QB, you know, that QB scramble. But seeing with Washington, like obviously he has the tools to make it, you know. And then the following week, who was it that we played the, the Raiders? Good plays against That's the Raiders true. as well. Like the the talent is there. The talent is there. You just got to give the guy an opportunity. You got to draw up the right plays to allow him to pass. The offensive line is better. The fucking team, is, like the offense, is not as bad as everybody thinks it is. They're just not giving him a chance to play quarterback. Well, we'll, we'll see, Doc. I mean, and the team that might need a quarterback right now, the number three pick in the NFL draft, that's the New England Patriots, and that's a team that could trip with the Bears if they want to go for a Caleb Williams or shock the world, go Drake May because the Cardinals are number two or the Giants number two. Don't know what they're going to do with because of Danny Dimes, but. I guess the question is, we see Mac Jones get benched twice this year, but they're blowouts. He got benched on the last drive. That was a game-winning potential drive down 10-6 to 6 to the Colts in Germany, and they put Bailey Zappi in. So I guess this is the question. Is this the end of the Mac Jones era? Also part of that 2021 NFL draft class. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Mac Jones just looked absolutely defeated. And like you mentioned, he got benched before, but those were blowouts to get benched on the game-winning drive, I mean, I don't think whoever played, whoever called that fake kneel, set Zappy up for a fucking failure right there because that was fucking horrible. They look so confident too. He's like, "Oh, I'm fucking fake spiking this shit," and he was confident when he threw that fucking ball too. I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, <laughs> and you could just you could see it in Robert Kraft's face when they zoomed into his box. He was just like, "What the fuck am I watching?" I definitely. What what a Good. shitty position to like throw Zappy into that too. Coming off cold off the bench, been sitting the entire game. Like, all right, go go try to win the game real quick. <laughs> After like probably taking zero rep. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's taking some first team reps at this point, but still probably taking a very small amount of reps going overseas trying to pull off a game winning drive when you haven't played a single snap that game. It's a shitty position to throw somebody in, and like, I mean, he's he's got no blame for throwing that pick. I mean. Sucks for him that that's the way it happened, but what else is he supposed to do? He had to try to get push the ball downfield either way. I'm not even I'm not even gonna put it on like it, the, the situation doing I'm not even gonna put on like the lack of weapons, you know, because Juju Smith Schuster ain't, ain't what he used to be. Um Bourne's a good receiver, but I mean you're talking about a quarterback that can't find the open man. He can't hit the target. And the games and I haven't watched Mac, you know, uh every single game this year. I've watched, you know, I mostly watch red zone and stuff. Um, but what I've seen from, from Mac Jones is he's missing the easy stuff. And I think like the biggest problem right now is new England is like, they can't make up their fucking mind. Like the amount of times that they've benched one, gone to the other reversed it. Like, who do you want to start either stick with Mac Jones and ride the season out to get a top draft pick or put in Bailey Zappi and ride the season out to get a top draft pick. But like this flip flop shit, we've seen it before with, with teams, and, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You've got to commit to a guy. And I give a lot of respect to the Jets for committing to Zach Wilson. Carson Wentz, you know, expressed interest in coming to New York, and, and the Jets declined offering him a contract. And they were like, nope, Zach Wilson's our guy. Zach Wilson shouldn't be your guy by any means. Zach Wilson shouldn't be the guy on your on your kid's six-year-old Pop Warner team. But, I mean, respect to the Jets for at least picking a guy and sticking to him. The, the Patriots are just so back and forth with this shit. Like, you're never 
you're never going to figure this out. You can't sit here and go, yep, Mac Jones is our guy every time the, the ball snaps or kickoff happens, and then you get into like six minutes into the first quarter, and you're like, all right, Bailey, your turn. And then I did that shit one time in baseball. I was fucking switching back and forth, me and another guy. We were just going back and forth pitching with the senile umpire, and it didn't work at all. We gave up like 30 homers that game. It didn't work well, at all. I think with the Patriots, too, it's – I get it. It's not just Mac Jones. He does have 11 inter, or eleven turnovers, 10 interceptions and a fumble, and 10 touchdowns total in the year. Now, he did miss Kazeski wide open in the fucking corner of the end zone. But the offensive line's atrocious. And I think – and I hate to say – I mean, I hate to say I've been saying it for like the last couple of years. It's time to get rid of Belichick. Time to bring in one of these fucking young cats. That's a great offensive call, play caller. Build the fucking offense. This whole Patriot way bullshit, it's done. It's fucking done. It's been done since Brady's been gone. And I get it. They made the playoffs with Mac Jones' rookie year. They were 2-8. and eight. The last time they were 2-8 and eight was 2000, Bill Check's first year with Drew Bledsoe, who was at the time one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Get rid of Bill. Fucking bring in a, a, a young cat. Maybe Jim Harbaugh if he's available, depending on the Michigan scandal shit. Fucking do something because this Patriot way, it's done. Bill had I to mean, prove I, something. Bill had to prove something when when Brady left. The same way Brady left to go to Tampa Bay, well, they had to prove something. I get I get keeping him around. Like Brady for that, won that one. But, well, I get keeping him no, around 100%, for that initially, but hundred percent now. It's but three years. The Mac Mac Jones has been done for two years. Mac Jones, they've known that they've been done with Mac Jones. That's why they're doing this flip flop bullshit because they were doing it last year too. I think Zappy played work. like a bunch of. I I think Zappy started a bunch of games last year two, too. Two games. That's what I'm saying. Too. But that, it's, but, but still, he, he, but still, he started they started the flip not because, not because Mac Jones is hurt. I think he actually started. No, yeah, yeah, it was like two games. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how are you supposed to come out here as a quarterback? You want to be invested in your franchise. You want to be the franchise guy. You want to come out here and win football games. But when they can't make up their fucking mind about whether they want you to be their guy or not, how are you supposed to come out here excited to play and and be ready to go? You, you you're like, well, let's just hope for the best and hope I'm here to see the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Like. They're in a way to run an organization. And that's because your fucking head coach and your GM are wearing the same hat. Yeah, I think I think the owner and the GM and the coach fucked them up. I think Belichick's doing like Mark said, I think it's time for Belichick's era to end. He's old, outdated. I think I think they're just they're so fucked up that I mean they accidentally released the wrong guy today. They released Jack Jones. It should have been Mac Jones. Yeah, place the Mac- J with an M and then take away the K, and then there you go. Yeah, Mac Mac Jones probably woke up this morning and saw Patriots release Jones, and he's like, "Fuck, I lost my job." Bill's getting senile, dude. Yeah, fucking Bill. Bill can't Bill's see the like, keyboard. Even Bill's like, "Well, I released the wrong guy." What do you want me to say? <laughs> I no, I think Robert. Rock- go ahead. No, I was just say Robert Kraft just needs to cut bait. Um, it's it's time. You had a great twenty plus years. You guys won six Super Bowls. That's all handy and dandy, but it's time, man. But that's the thing is that is that's probably probably coming out. Yeah, Kraft and Belichick have that have that relationship for the twenty plus years, and what Belichick has done to that organization. Kraft isn't going to fire him mid season. Kraft isn't going to fire him during the season. No, it's going to be a Tony Larusa situation where he's going to step down for medical reasons. I'll tell you this. Or the last time, retire. I think Belichick yeah, should go yeah. like maybe a month after the season's over. He's just going to, hey. I'd be doing that shit on the 50 yard line at the end of the last game of the season because you ain't going to the playoffs and like, <laughs> Bill, what's next? I'm out. I'm done. I just or better not like see this, that motherfucker in a second. press conference. 
I better not see him in a box. Well, uh, uh, you know, my coaching career has come to an end, and I'm gonna I'm gonna GM, and we're still yeah, gonna keep gonna, Mac he's Jones. Promote himself to the GM. There's a high new coach. So we're gonna do what so, uh what Bruce Arians did, just take a football advisory role. But so he has Tony La Russa. That's what he's doing right now. <laughs> but he hasn't even shown that he's a great GM. I mean, look at the past draft classes. He yeah. kept Mac Jones. I mean, he's, he's not drafting well. Well, he's never that's really a, drafted that's well. That's my it's point. That's what I don't buys. understand. Well, they had a good first round pick this year. He just got hurt. No, but that's what I don't understand. Is it the GM in him like will not get rid of Mac Jones or get somebody to replace him? But the coach in him is like, well, we're gonna put in Bailey Zappi. So they've never really drafted well. They have found some gems in the draft. Not saying like they've never found anyone that's worked. Obviously, they had Gronk. They did find Brady late in the fucking draft. But they found Aaron Hernandez. That Hernandez well. was, but he was great though. Like not, I mean, the time he was there, you can't say he was not a he great. He was great, player. dude. Was dude was throwing. Had, dude, dude was getting shots down the field. He, he, he was killing early shots. He was killing it. That's right, Luke. He was killing it. He, he was throwing literal shots. But what I was going to say, though, is... And then, so, and then he just kind of left the Patriots hanging. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so the last time that, like, or less, like last time I can remember a, um, like, a longtime coach for, like, a great organization in, in the years was definitely the 70s, the Dallas Cowboys. They had Tom Landry for fucking ever as a head coach. And he's arguably one of the best coaches in history. Guess what, guess what fucking Jerry Jones did the second he bought that team? He fucking fired Tom Landry, and he brought in Jimmy Johnson from the Miami Hurricanes. And guess what? They started a dynasty in the 90s. Robert Kraft needs to fucking do the same thing Jerry Jones did, even if the fans hate it, and fucking suck it up and find some young hot shot to get this fucking dynasty and organization back. That's what he needs to do. Fucking pull a Jerry Jones, the old Jerry Jones, not this new style Jerry Jones, the old Jerry Jones, and fucking bring in a coach that's willing to do something with this team. I don't no, think, but I think fans would hate it. I think the fans are rooting for Belichick to leave. It's I agree, mixture, but I think Chris, I think Chris nailed it. I think Chris nailed it talking about like the relationship and the mutual respect. Like he's not going to fire him. It has to be mutual. And that's why I think Bill is just, Bill's just hanging on at this point. Bill's on life support and like he, he will not sign the DNR. Well, I'm sure they probably have already had a conversation like, Hey Bill, like this is it either at the end of the season, you say you're retiring or you're stepping down or I'm going to have to come out and say, I'm firing you. I think he's going to give him that respect. I'll just give me one good year and I'll get a quarterback. I'll draft a quarterback and we'll get there. Like I said, you better pull a Jerry Jones from the the late eighties and fucking move on and bring in some young hot shot. Like we've seen like the Kyle Shanahan tree. We've seen the Sean McVay coaching tree. It's working. You fucking need to, you need to do something. You need to, it's time for a new, new fucking uh, culture in that locker room. Essentially get something else in there. Let's call it a new era. I don't know about a culture. We need a new era. Culture era. New fucking way. It's not the, it's not the Bill Belichick. A new generation. Like bring in something. Yeah. yeah, bring in something else. Bring in, like Chris said, it's outdated. It's old. You know, it's it's, it's no more dial-up internet. Wow. We're in fucking Wi-Fi little ageist. now. Little ageist, are we? <laughs> no, I'm well, looking at old head coaches. Andy Reid's pretty old. It, He's fucking working. But it's, it's not. It's on but, the mustache. But Reid is doing it the right way and hiring these young coordinators. Bill's bringing in well, his own, his old, his old trash of fucking Bill O'Brien. Hang on, he clearly didn't work Maggie out back. in Alabama. Oh, oh so, yeah, that was yeah, Reed brought Maggie back. Careful, exactly brought him back. That's what I'm tell- talking about. Is Belichick is just bringing people back? 
Well, Nagy came back too, but Nagy was not a problem though the first go round neither. And yeah, he's not a great head coach, but he's a great offensive play caller. The Chiefs have different problems that rather than coaching, they have lack of talent, and they're still. Winning. I just I found the irony in the in the the botch with Mitchell Trubisky, and they brought him back as a quarterback coach. That was kind of interesting to me. Yeah, but but no, it's just time to move on. It's it's it is. And speaking of moving on, midseason review. Um, we had some takes before the season. You know, we had our Super Bowl predictions. We had our MVP, all our awards, essentially, even comeback player of the year and all that crap. Now we're gonna do. We're gonna give us a chance to rewrite the wrong for Super Bowl predictions. So. Like, I had Jets over the Eagles. Doc had the Niners over the Chiefs. Luke had the Jags over the Niners. And then Chris had the Bengals over the Niners. So this is the time if we want to change anything right now. We've seen half the season. So are you guys comfortable with your fucking predictions still? What did I have? You had the Niners over the Chiefs, which out of all of us, you probably look like yours can still probably. Yeah, I'm sticking with that. I'm sticking with that. I mean, I, I might have to reverse it if uh, if if T Swift it, is at the now. game, but but no, I'm going to stick with the Niners over the Chiefs. I think I think the Niners pull it together. And honestly, and it oh, actually, eh, eh, it's tough. Come back to Holmes. me. Come back. Come to, no, no, come back to me because I got. He's going to take one of our picks. He's going to take one. Of well, our picks. I'm going to change. No, no, no. Keep... If you want to know, if you want to know what I'm really thinking, I'm thinking about going. Because the Eagles' defense has been so, like, pleasantly surprising, I'm thinking about Eagles Chiefs. I'm thinking about a rematch. No, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm even changing. I'm going Eagles Chiefs, but I'm going different winner. I'm going Eagles. My God, Jets I pick. I led with that. Now it, Mark just picked my pick. No, I'm going Eagles Chiefs. I had the Chiefs in. I had the Bengals, but I'm not high on the Bengals at the moment. And I had the Chiefs as in the playoffs as the AFC West uh, winner. This defense is is pretty legit. I think it was going to be what this about great. the Jets, Mark. There's my pick got voided out once Aaron Rodgers towards Achilles. I don't Rogers think coming comes... back, dude, mid December. Yeah, it's if they're in a chance. It's if they're in a chance to make the playoffs. It depending on what the Jets do, and even if they do, I, I don't know how well I can trust the Achilles to hold up for the whole year. I, I see we, we see Ramsey doing it, but Rodgers has, pl- has played a higher level than Ramsey. They're the quarterback, so you're, you're taking backs or step backs every time. You can't take time off. You can't take plays off like Ramsey can. You can't rest Achilles, so it's a little different for the QB, and it's a shorter time frame too. But I am going to go Eagles over the Chiefs. We're going to get a rematch in Vegas, but different winner this time. We're going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles over the Chiefs. I'm just – I'm still not sold on the Eagles. I mean, if you look at this past weekend with the Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys were literally two feet away from two touchdowns that could have severely changed the game. I mean, Dak stepped out. stopped it. I mean, the defense didn't stop Dak for stepping out of bounds. They forced the pressure that got him to step out of bounds. Okay. I, I'm still not <laughs> sold on the Eagles. I think I, – You I, know what? I am just I'm, – I'm shocked. Jalen Carter – can we talk about Jalen Carter for a minute? The man has managed to stay out of jail, and I am just thrilled Jesus by that. Christ. And I think he's putting <laughs> Philly defense on his back. And, you know, a fucking little street race ain't going to stop this man, okay? Hey, these NFL players can afford these uh, expensive lawyers to keep him out of jail. He's still quite facing quite that lawsuit. He's still facing quite that quite lawsuit. He's gonna play. He's gonna pay for it. Just may not be in jail. Hey, breaking news: Trevon Diggs shades the Bills, saying that he wants his brother out of 
Buffalo. Oh, I was going to say, I went for Diggs. He ought to on three receptions. He only had five targets today. But Chris, Luke, any any changes? Luke, you had Jackson. I mean, I had – I'm assuming you're changing one. I had what? I had the Bengals and who else? You had Bengals or the Niners? on the NFC. I'm going to keep the Niners. I think – I'm going to keep the Niners. I think they had their their down slope. I think they're going to stay consistent. Brock Purdy knows what he did wrong. I'm keeping the Niners. Cincinnati, unfortunately, I think they've dug themselves too big of a hole. I mean, starting out two division games, losing. I I if T Swizzle stays in it, I'm I'm gonna see Kansas City here. Do you have I mean, winning have, or uh, fuck? You say that's the I, I need the winner. I need the winner. I I, I I'm gonna go Chiefs because no way Taylor Swift doesn't doesn't make it. Also, also, fun fact is that the Grammys are a week before the Super Bowl. You imagine so, if she was the halftime per, the halftime actor. I think if she was dating Travis during like the before they picked like the, the person, and like the SPs or the NFL the, awards, like the week. The week what if awards is? It's, it's the same weekend. Yeah, it's, it's that Friday or Saturday. Interesting. Interesting. But if, so, if Taylor if Taylor Swift was dating Travis Kelsey, she probably would have taken the halftime show. She probably would have. But I, I've, I've the Chiefs winning. I think, I think T Swizzle is going to be there. I think the T Swizzle effect is going to stay. And this, this coming game with the Eagles is going to be a big test. They play in Kansas City on what Monday night? Monday night football. Yeah, probably most. You heard Monday night games. You know Taylor's going to be there. You heard Taylor's breakup song, right? Well, well she already said karma over. She said there's a guy. Yeah. Karma's the guy named in Kansas City, or whatever. Something. Like I'll save it you know? for copyright purposes. I'll save it until after the pod, um, and then we can drop some links in the Tra- in the Travis description Kelsey's, or something. But Travis Kelsey's having a good time in Argentina. On his he's body. having he a great time. He, he was hanging out with Papa <laughs> Papa Swift. I heard yeah. dad was there. Papa it was like he was hanging with the, He was hanging. Oh, out she with already dad. met dad. Oh, he met well, dad. Yeah, that's she, a first lot. date. First date with him. Or, like they, that was with mom. So I mean, she, he's already he's already met the mom. It looked like he knew no, that pretty I, well at that point, though. No, I well, think, for a I think that was that was not the first time they met. That was not the first and time. And it wasn't. It, it, it. I don't think it was the first time that Taylor met Donna. I think. I think the whole bracelet thing was like God, a PR we're on fucking stunt. First name baseball. <laughs> oh my god! I think families. Everyone calls. Everyone calls Donna. Donna. Don't fucking start with me. I just call her. First name I, I call. I call. Her, I call her Donna when I call her. I, I call her Mama Kelsey. I, just no. Everyone called her. She's NFL's mom. Exactly. I think the bracelet thing was a PR stunt to see how fans would react to Kelsey and T Swizzle. Hey, they're no, bringing it up because we're, God we're bless her again. for putting him on the map, though. Let's talk about that for a second. Finally, getting this man recognized. Luke, though, well, he's any... internationally recognized now. Oh yeah, he's Arge- <laughs> yeah, he's in Argentina right now, hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I'm, I'm I am removing the Jags from mine. And I'm just Why? 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 I haven't 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 been too impressed recently, but I am going to slide the Ravens up in there with a W over the four. The Ravens, oh, the Ravens over nine. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. I believe. <laughs> well, I guess I guess that I opens the door. Then if, if they make the Super Bowl, I mean, we have our you know MVPs right here. I mean, we're not we can't we're not going to change anything. We're going to leave those the way they are. I had heard. I, I, I can't. I got to change my, my MVP. No, we're not taking MVP, but I'm saying, like, look, look how off we were. You, Doc, and Chris had Burrow. I had Jalen Hurts, and you had Trevor Lawrence. And I, yeah, I think out of the, the three of them, I think Lawrence Hurts has. I think Hurts has the best chance, but it ain't happened. I don't think. 
Hurts is actually Hurts been doing a lot more on the quarterback side of things this year than he was last year. Little, too many little turnovers at this point, but but I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna give my final uh my final decision because oh, yeah, I'm torn I'm torn between the Niners Chiefs and the Eagles Chiefs and I'm gonna be honest I think I think it's a very even match with San Francisco and Philly um but as we discussed earlier a fully healthy San Francisco team is is very good I think that there are more weapons uh, DeAndre Swift. As good as he can be in Philly, I mean, they're really, like, abandoning him early in games. Uh, the first game of the, the year, you know, uh, Sirianni came out talking about, I can't imagine another game with Swift only getting one touch. And then, you know, he goes off for a couple of weeks, and then he gets, like, two touches the following week. And then, you know, um, CMC, you know, is going to be a baller. Debo, IU, Kittle, if he, can, if he can get back to his old form like he did this week and be a target down the field – the defense on both sides, I think, is top notch. If I'm talking to two, two of the three top, I mean, if I'm talking the three top defenses in no particular order right now, to to just save the debate, is going to be Cleveland, um, San Francisco, and uh, Philly, in my opinion. So, I think I'm going to stick with Niners, Niners Chiefs. I think I'm, I'm going to keep it original since that's what I said from the beginning. I'm going to ride it out and hope that that I make it to the end with that. Well, if Rodgers was playing, I would have had it. But your NFC Championship game probably changes because you did have the Vikings in the NFC Championship hosting the NFC Championship. <laughs> yeah, no, my NFC Championship now is probably changing to, yeah. <laughs> to Philly, Philly, San Francisco, yeah. I honestly, I didn't think Philly was going to play that well this year. I wasn't impressed with Jalen Hurts last year. I mean, he ran the ball, but I wasn't impressed with him as a quarterback, and he's he's changing hearts and minds out here. Yeah. They, he they they got their tough stretch coming up here, so let me see see how real they actually are. They've had pretty pretty easy that's, schedule thus far. That's Philly you're talking about? Yeah, Philly. Oh yeah, no, I'm good with that. I'm good with that because I'm sticking yeah, I'm sticking with San Francisco, so I'm good with Philly. Tough ride. But the rest of our awards, though, man, like it's just I'm looking it's at bad. it here and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, there's a couple of them. Like I, I can see I can see them giving Dan Campbell the coach of the year. Um, nope. I can see. I don't know how you I see mean, that. No. I can see it. Yeah, they're seven and two. The Lions are. Oh shit, Dan Campbell. I'm sorry. I'm thinking the wrong guy. No, I agree. I, I can agree with that. Stephen but I think Kevin O'Connell. I think Kevin O'Connell's my coach either, just because what he's Those doing. Football. With uh, the situation. I think if they if they make the playoffs, the Vikings make the playoffs. He might he might win it. Yeah, I could. Yeah, definitely see that. I I think I they, think he's great. They, they stop. They stop at the end of the regular season, right? Awards. Yeah, it's it's regular season voting. That, I mean, it t- goes into the Super Bowl weekend, but all of it's voting on based with what happened in the regular season, not the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So but I, I think if they make the playoffs, I think he went. He might have a really good shot of winning it. Coach of the year, offense and defense rookie of the year, though. I think we all kind of shit the bet yeah, on that. Wrong. We all had Gibbs and Robinson, and then a lot of Will Andersons and a couple corners. Me and Chris had, I think, Carter. Will Anderson's playing good ball. He's playing good ball, but he's dominant. Gonzalez had a good shot to make it if he didn't fucking. But Carter right now, good though. Carter right now is the and Brian Branch too. He's another guy that's actually playing at a elite level out of Detroit too. So they drafted well. The whole line's first like four picks drafted really good this year uh, for the league. But did indeed. They did indeed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now they're finally using Gibbs with Montgomery, and then 
I don't know, defense player of the year. I think defense player of the year could also be the MVP as well. Well, actually, they might give the MVP too, like how they used to do it. The quarterback gets MVP, and then the receiver running back gets offense player. You fucking make a case for Miles Garrett or TJ Watt for uh, MVP at this moment. No, I think this, this, this is a huge year that the MVP could fucking go to a non-quarterback. CJ Stroud keeps balling, though. He's second in passing only because he's had a – He's only 100 yards behind Sam Howell, and he had an extra game Sam Howell has. He's averaging more yards per game, CJ Stroud. He's got the he's, most in the he's league. He's going to be offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, no, I could see them I could see them shitting on him just for the simple fact that they'll give him offensive rookie of the year and they'll give somebody else MVP. It's going to be hard to ignore him, though, if he's leading the league in passing yards and he's like top five in touchdowns and he's only got two interceptions. He's, you know, out of all the starting quarterbacks, he's got the least amount of – uh, interceptions. So it's I hard agree. to ignore that too. I mean, his, com- yeah. his completion percentage, I mean, it's getting better, but his completion percentage early on in the season was atrocious. It's in like, I think the high sixties at the moment. I think he was like in the high forties. I don't know. One of those ever that bad. No, it might be an exaggeration. But... Actually, no, he's, he's 59% this year. That's what I'm saying. He's not. Uh, that's the only thing I think that might. No, but if he's still getting, now. if he's still getting results and getting wins and and making plays, I mean, yeah, I think they'll ignore the completion percentage if the like the the main stats they look at, you know, yards and touchdowns and interceptions are at a low level. I think or a high level and a low level for interceptions. I think they can give it to him. Well, then he's got like, he's got the game winning drives to prove it too. So it was like he had a couple clutch performances. So like two weeks in a row, he had game winning drives. And the Bucks one was really so, like that. The Bucks one was more impressive just because you were actually behind. All you need is a field goal. I mean, yeah, all you need was a field goal for the the Bengals game. And Tyler Boyd, fuck that dude. He still and Joe Burrow too. But yeah, that's still impressive. Still game game winning drive for him counts. Yeah, game winning drive. I'm not blaming Tyler Boyd. I mean the. Tyler Boyd's whole reason they even fucking got that far down there. I mean, miserable drop. And I think defense player of the year, I think we're all wrong besides maybe Luke because Luke had T.J. Watt and the three of us had Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons had a great year. It's just not T.J. Watt. not the year that. Miles Garrett, yeah. yeah. And Miles, Garrett's fucking, Miles Garrett's fucking scary he, out there. Well, T.J. Watt's got a pick six, and then Daniel Hunter's tied with Miles Garrett for uh, sack. So, I mean – any of those three boys, you you can make a case for right now too. They they didn't post they didn't post his picture of his house. I wonder if he did it this year for Halloween. Well, doesn't he already? Hit... Yeah, I mean that's true. They never I posted how many... it, so he... I wonder. I saw he mentioned it to uh, Kyler Murray that he's trying. He wish he could have added him this year, but they didn't. Murray they didn't play against them. Bleacher Report and ESPN. They didn't fucking eat it up on Halloween. I, I think think he did though because he talked about it this season. They Quick weren't reacting the click. Oh, it, no. Yeah, they weren't. Quick of reaction, though. FCD Stroud's my MVP. Like, I'm saying he's a MVP at the end of the year. I think he continues to go up lights out ish, does better than the other quarterbacks, and takes a step over the defensive uh, ends and the wide receivers available. I think, I think CJ wins it. I really do. I'll go. I'll, I'll stick with MVP. I think a, I think a defensive player is going to win MVP this year. My MVP is CMC. He didn't even get a touchdown. He said he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> even he even one said game. he sucks. In 18, he even said one he game sucks. in 18. 
I just don't see a running back. I just don't see a running back now through 10 weeks getting it. I think no, he had a the, chance earlier. Then the NFL have to pay running backs. So the owners aren't going <laughs> to let that happen. Yeah, they're not going to let that happen. Come on. There's only the he's the only running back I see getting it though. Like not even stats wise, just pure ability and two way player. I mean Eckler maybe, but Eckler doesn't get the running yards like CMC does. Him and him and him and AK have the same stats. AK just doesn't win. That's I true. I mean, be be on a better organization than the than the shit stains. Score more, but Chris. So, it's like score more. Like I mean, you should you should score more. But yeah. how are you gonna score more points? You'll win. But you're going to say that he's outstanding running back. AK has the oh, same size. He is an outstanding running back. AK has the same size. He has the same overall like yards, but McCaffrey's or rushing yards. Or AK's never been a big like rushing yards guy. It's been more. The Saints always Saints run two backs. They have the power back and they have the AK. They have the AK. <laughs> yeah, that's true. CMC is my but, overreaction. No, I mean it, it could happen. Could happen. He has to get a big second half. Though. I. Oh yeah. The offense is just too numbers. loaded. The offense there's too loaded for it to strictly. Now, like they're spreading the wealth to IUK and Kittle's getting involved. Or Dak. Stuff, so Dak yeah. been turning it up, dude. That Dak been that fucking turning it up. Mentioned, yeah. Luke that might actually up. be my real. That might actually be my real overreaction because if he can play consistently. Like we have never seen from Dak before. If he can play, well, we've seen it once before. If he can play consistent quarterback with that defense, he might actually put that team in a position to actually be them boys again. Breaking news: Dak's gonna fucking break his leg next week. Now, <laughs> watch your Jesus. fucking mouth. It's gonna fucking break. His I have shit. one quarterback on my team, Chris. I got Trevor Lawrence for two two first rounders. <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah, have. I, I got the uh, overreaction. I got the Vikings winning their division. They're going to beat up Lions. Luke's been drinking pretty heavily tonight. I want to hear another overreaction. So you had you had T-Law as your MVP. Does Lamar win it? Yeah, I'll take that one too. Oh, my God. I I was actually asking seriously because you had him in the Super Bowl, so I figured that would be a good year for the Ravens. So I was just going to ask, like, legit. Because I know me and you talked about it. His stats are similar to the – rushing's a little different than the MVP year he had in 2019. So rushing's down, passing's up. So This is why I drink. Good way to end the show. Great way. Hey, boys, I'm, I'm proud of y'all. We're yeah. going to do some picks tomorrow. Hopefully we're all here. You know, Can't wait to do these. I don't know how many games we have next this week coming up with all the bye weeks. But, Doc, like looks like big congrats to the Bears winning that game. It was awesome. Luke, no Chris, myself, we had a tough week. Hopefully we get back in the win column. And we got a bye week. 11. So well, we, yeah, raise your, raise your hand if your team won this week. Raise your, te- hey, raise your hand if your team has nice. more than three wins. More than three oh, wins. Fuck raise you. Your, we have three. Raise, fuck you. We have three. Hand, yeah, more raise, more your, raise your hand if your team has a winning record. Oh. Chris, you can, oh, you're 500, so you, you can cut. Yeah, we're up. Keep that, raise, keep that hand up real quick. Way. Keep that hand up real quick, Luke. No. Mark, close it down. That is Nick the Doc Skirkwins. That's Luke Rule. That's Chris Kavanaugh. I'm Mark Davis. This is All About the Balls Podcast, and we are out. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls Podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Sack House.